You are listening to John Kherika on SAFM. Let's look at something completely different here on SAFM Sunrise today. Uh, there's something called CD, S-I-D-D-I. Didn't know about it until this morning. Afro-Indians, Africans mixed with Indians through marriage and relationships. When Africans crossed the Indian Ocean, arrived in India in the 12, 13 and 1400s, transported by Islamic invaders, Portuguese colonizers as enslaved people, palace guards, army chiefs, harem keepers, spiritual leaders, Sufi singers, dancers and treasurers. And today, CDs are found in the west and southwest of India, but they've taken their African roots and it's mixed in with the Indian roots. And somebody studying all of that is Dr. Cyan Day, postdoctoral fellow at the Witt Center for Diversity Studies at the University of Advanced Thank you very much for joining us, Doctor. A fascinating history that I know nothing about. Tell us a little bit more. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for warmly inviting me into the space. And um, yeah, uh, just to go ahead with the history, I think you have very well put already out at the beginning. Mm. So this is a very interesting group of diaspora communities, as we put it, in India, who arrived in India across two phases widely, one with the Islamic invasion in the 13th century and later on with the Portuguese colonizers. Mm. Um, And they settled across different parts of India. They can be found in the western parts of India, in the states of Maharashtra and Karnataka, in the southern parts of India, in the in the state of Telangana, in the particularly city of Hyderabad, they're also found in Gujarat as well in large numbers. And the interesting part is that they are affiliated to different religious communities. For instance, if you look at the Siddhi community in Gujarat, uh, they are majority of them are Muslims. If you look at the the ones who are settled in Maharashtra and Karnataka, they are a mixed group of Hindus and Christians. So they're very diverse who just in terms of their music, in terms of their cultures, in terms of their dressing patterns, uh, they carry a lot of their Eastern African, Central African and Southern African ancestral cultures Mm. and traditions, even till date. That was what I was going to ask. It's been hundreds of years. Do they still have those African roots within them? Oh, absolutely. And what you find so fascinating about them is that, you know, they have not only adhered to their Eastern African cultural traditions, let's say, in terms of the usage of the different musical instruments, like very particularly, I have studied the musical patterns of the the Siddhi community in Gujarat, and they use a lot of these single string instruments or percussion instruments, which also can be located in different parts of Eastern Africa, even to Today, like, for instance, if you go to uh, cities in in countries like Kenya, Tanzania, or in parts of Sudan, you see all these musical instruments are still being very prominently played. And this also can be seen in terms of dance patterns as well. Like, for instance, across parts of Africa, we see amongst different indigenous communities how their dance patterns imitate the different elements of the natural environment, Mm -hmm. like the movements of the birds, the sky, the patterns, uh, like, like the river and the plants and we see the same thing amongst the Siddhi community in Gujarat as well the way they perform their dances and music what about language so in terms of language now this is another interesting question that you have put up now obviously most of the Siddhis they speak the local Indian language where they are based but if you look at the very particularly about their different songs the religious songs that they sing especially the Siddhis in Gujarat they use Swahili Creole words and what do I mean by the Swahili Creole words is that the certain Swahili words Creolized mixed version of Swahili words are being presented along with other local languages like Gujarati which is a local language of Gujarat 
or Hindi, which is widely spoken across India. So it's a mix of Swahili, Hindi and Gujarati words, which can be very prominently seen in their religious songs. Uh, are they, you know, you always think of minorities as being uh, frowned upon, but India is such a diverse country. Uh, it, do they see themselves as separate from India or is it, uh, are, they, are they part of the Indian community now or are, are they in between? What, what is, where is their standing in the country? Well, if you talk to the Siddhi community people, they very much regard themselves as part of Indians and they acknowledge and respect the local cultures and traditions and they have been doing it for generations now. Mm. But very unfortunately, if we look at the way they are treated in India is very problematic. They undergo multiple forms of racialization, genderization and also cultural marginalizations as well. So obviously they are struggling still in terms of their access to jobs, in terms of access to education, health and other kind of facilities. On a regular basis, very unfortunately, they are subject to multiple forms of harassments and different places. But for them, you know, that's why for them, you know, sticking to these musical cultures and mm. traditions play a very prominent role as a form of resistance against these sorts of challenges. I, I guess that's what you study, right? And it just shows how important songs and, and traditional stories and poems are to keep traditions alive. Absolutely. Absolutely. And many of these are not even documented in the written form. They are just orally transferred from one generation to another. And my work is centered on how to and to explore the possibilities of documenting these in the form of videos, documentaries and audios so, so that they are never lost. At least they are archived somewhere and can and the people can be invited to to get access to these wonderful cultural practices of theirs. Now you've made a documentary. Where can we find it? Yes, it's it's there in the YouTube channel. I run my own uh, archive. It's called the Roots and the Roots, R double O T S and R O U T S, a living archive. And it is in that particular archive where I have put the different musical practices of these community in different forms and structures out there. So there is a full-fledged documentary. Along with that, there are separate small documentaries on their particularly on their dances and musical practices as well. Something new to learn today. Thank you very much, Dr. Sayan Day, postdoctoral fellow at Centre for Diversity Studies at the University of Witwatersrand.